0: hello everyone thank you for joining me another week in vino break podcast my name is eugenia morgado and i know it's not the easiest name on earth so you can call me e welcome to vino break this is an intimate space for latinas to have intimate conversations to be empowered As a Latina, I know that we need more spaces for ourselves. Spaces free from stereotypes and with the tools to grow into the woman that we desire. Expect a lot of conversations on leadership, spirituality, and relationships. Thank you so much for joining me in this new episode. Especially thank you for all the incredible feedback. If you want to join this mission and help this podcast grow... Please subscribe, rate, and review. It takes only one minute to do it, and it creates a huge impact on the show. It helps more people discover it. Today, I have an incredible interview with Victoria Cermino. She's a business coach. We talked a lot about creating impact in everything we do. We talked about leadership, how to create an impact regardless of your situation in life. We talked about femininity, the importance of priorities, and defining your values, and why we should have those values clear in dating and relationships. It's like an episode full of lessons and full of wisdom. I can't wait for you to hear this. So let's get it going. So we are back um, with Vino Break. As I said, we have an amazing guest today. Um, I think you're going to love it. Her name is Victoria Cerminio. She's an impactful business strategist. She's the CEO and founder of The Spiritual Social. That's a network for women to rise in their leadership and create massive impact. Victoria mixes ethics and business, which I think is highly necessary today. And, you know, she and her business stand for integrity, compassion, commitment, authenticity, and impact. Can you hear me in a break here? I can perfectly hear that. So... Even though this isn't in her bio, I must say that her energy is contagious, and from the minute you said hi today, I could tell that you were a go-getter, so sweet, so incredible, so I'm honored to have you here. Thank you for, for accepting the invitation.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so incredibly excited, and I absolutely love your energy so much, too, so I'm just equally as honored. Thank you. Um, First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, everything you
0: do. Some people are like, how can you mix spirituality with business? I don't really get it. So make it real simple for everyone listening.
1: Yeah. So um, I am the founder of The Spiritual Social. I am the creator behind um, That Beautiful Brunette blog. I am um, the curator behind the Create Your Beautiful Life podcast. And through it all, my mission is just to allow women to collectively rise and massively impact. And I think there is such a need for spiritual leaders to come together to join forces and to really be Seen, heard, and valued like every other um, industry that there is. That is amazing. What's in a spiritual leader, though? A spiritual leader can truly be anybody who just, who truly looks within, who really knows themselves inside and out, who has, um, Really balance their mind, their body, their soul, and their business. And when it comes to your soul, your soul can be whatever it is that you want it to be, um, as long as it's for the highest good of all. But that's it. <laughs> that is
0: amazing. Um, here in Vino Break, we really try to empower women to find their truth and their purpose. And I love that's one of the first things that I read when I go to your content uh, because you're about creating impact. However, I can understand that it can be a little bit overwhelming, because sometimes we're just trying to figure things out. So this concept of impact and purpose, that's like, oh, that's too big. I'll, I'll save it for when I'm you know, older or when I have kids, whatever. How do you approach
1: it? Is it possible to have an impact regardless of your situation? Absolutely. I believe every single person on this planet is making an impact. And the question is, do you want to make a positive impact or do you want to make a negative one? So I'm constantly striving to remind women to make that positive impact because they're making an impact no matter what, either way.
0: It's true. Do you think you have to be conscious about it and intentional about it or, or it happens just if you are in a good place emotionally?
1: I think um, if you're in a good place emotionally, no matter what, you're going to make a really good positive impact. Um, but I think when you become conscious of it and become um, intentional about constantly evolving and um, becoming your very best self, that is when you step into that leadership role where you begin um, impacting the masses. I
0: really love that, and I love what you stand for, and. I've heard so many people saying, oh, millennials are so delusional. They're always trying to find the bigger purpose. And I think you you should find for meaning and purpose. However, sometimes you have to have a job because you have to pay rent. You have to pay off debt. And you're like, I need to get a job. I used to work at a bakery because I needed to. And and for a minute, I was like, "Okay, I'm not creating an impact here. How can we alleviate that pressure of, oh, I want to do something big and I want to change the world. But right now, this is where I have to be.
1: Yeah, I think the key is just to embrace it. Embrace exactly where you are, even if that means being the best homeless person on the side of the road with a cardboard box, make it the best cardboard box that you possibly can because everybody's making an impact. And if you're, let's say that homeless person on the side of the road, making that impact, cleaning up the side of the road, you're still creating that momentum that is necessary for the positive change. And that's, that's all that truly matters. I think a lot of times, especially with social media, we get so caught up in seeing everybody being, um, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, CEOs, whatever it may be. And we forget that it doesn't matter where we are because whatever it is that we're intended to do is going to find us no matter what. We can't we can't run away from it. And if we need to be, um, you know, at a bakery making the best bread ever for the next year, the next two years, the next three years, that's amazing because it's still leading you towards where you're going to end up making that massive impact.
0: How can you recognize, is there something that happens when you are making an impact? How can you know like, oh, I'm in a really good place right now, regardless of
1: my situation? You'll feel it. You can feel it. And, I think once you start to feel really good internally, once you start to wake up every single day with so much gratitude and so much um, just fulfillment for the life that you have, you'll begin to see so many more people gravitating towards you, asking you more questions, wondering what it is that you're doing, how you're getting there. And um, and I think honoring that because we're so hard on ourselves, especially as women, and we forget to honor how amazing we truly are, and um, how much of an impact we're already making.
0: I love that because as women, it's really hard to honor yourself, but trying to stay modest, you try to stay humble. And I feel like men—they have it easier in terms of like, oh, I did this, I did that. They have it easier. How can you, how can you show off without bragging?
1: I say, just do it. Don't even worry about uh, whether or not people think you're bragging. If they do, those aren't your people. Because at the end of the day, I I think us as women, that is what we need, and that's part of the reason that I did create the network that I did, because I did not find a space that would embrace me and embrace the successes that I was making. And I was like, okay, I'll just create my own and we're going to celebrate every single week our successes because we're, cre- we're doing such amazing things and it's so easy to want to water it down, to want to not, not you know, truly shine or own our power or own all the amazing things that we're doing. And I, I say just own it and um, the people who don't embrace it, they weren't your people anyways.
0: I love it. You know how we have masculine and feminine energy and as women it's it's sometimes it's hard to tap into our feminine energy when we are in leadership roles and maybe stay gracious and you can be assertive and and a boss but you're a woman at the end of the day how can a woman stay feminine in those leadership roles especially when they go to their you know to their family to their boyfriend husband whatever they are still a woman and you can be a boss
1: but you are a woman so how can you balance that out Yeah, I think truly that's been one of the biggest struggles that I have had. I've had to really learn how to balance it all, and it's – It's constantly just reevaluating and recognizing what is working and what isn't. And every single week I evaluate my top five priorities. Um, So motherhood, my mind, my body, my soul, and my business. And if any one of those is lacking, um, I really begin to recognize what is it that is lacking? Is it the feminine energy or is it the masculine energy? And usually it's one or the other. um, And it's just a matter of, Of beginning to pivot as soon as you notice I okay I I, I'm super super interested in this priorities thing I think
0: it's hard to establish priorities how does it work for you how do you how do you figure it out because honestly to me sometimes I want I want it all so how do you come up with your I don't know top five priorities and how often do you evaluate
1: them I evaluate them on a weekly basis so every single Sunday I evaluate them and then I save them in a folder and at the end of the year I look and see you know where I pivoted what I did really well on what I um, really needed to work on which usually it, it has to do with my feminine energy a lot of times I can work a lot but then um, I forget to be in my um, like feminine, just mom mode where it's just playtime. And really figuring out your top five. It's hard. (laughs) It is hard. But I think remembering that it's okay for them to change. So even if you have um, five at the moment, five that you're focusing on, let's say it's finances or um, growing your business or your podcast and then if six months down the down the line um, it shifts that's completely okay too. And
0: how do you know when it's time to shift and when it's time to press harder? Let's say in podcasts sometimes it can get complicated because it's so new so there's no definite answer so you can be like oh you know what i'm gonna start focusing on something else because this is taking too much of my energy or another approach could be oh i need to put this higher because i need to you know make a a little bit more effort in order to make this work how do you know When, when it's time to drop it or when it's time to just go harder
1: I think one of the um, most crucial things that I have learned through my own experiences has been whether or not it feels good. So with podcasting, a lot of times it can be really, really exhausting, but it feels so good when you release it or it feels so good when, you know, people tune in and they um, they tell you what, it, you know, what an impact it made on, on their lives um, versus whether it's let's say an event that you're doing, and it's making you sick, and you don't even want to go to the next meeting because you're dreading it so much. I think that's when you have to really evaluate and, and question whether or not it's time to pivot out of that because it's it's affecting your well-being.
0: So it's like focusing on the end result. If yes. the end result makes you happy, then you should stay with that priority, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: No, I, and I love it. And it's true because we wanted to do so many things that we should have those priorities. And I had never, I always, I always make lists. I have, you know, my yearly goals, but I never thought about doing weekly
1: evaluation. That's so clever. Yes. It has been game changing for my business wow. and really for my life as well, because it, it forces us to, to really become that much more self-aware.
0: And it it's true. I want to talk about something that's a little bit more philosophical, which is this concept of ethics, because there is a gray area where we want to tell people that everyone has a truth. Everyone has a reality and you are your, your own person. But we have ethics that are a little bit more universal. We have law, you know, that there are things that are right. There are things that are wrong. So, you know, we have both things. We have this be your own person, find who you are, find your truth. But then there's ethics and you should be ethical with your behavior, with your business, with whatever you're doing. So how do you find your unique truth within this concept of ethics that's so
1: huge? I think one of the most important things in that is to really um, write down your values and honor them no matter what. And your vibe truly does attract your tribe. And I think if they don't honor the same values as you do, it's okay to to shift into a different community that, that does, or it's okay to, to say, you know, maybe that relationship isn't going to, you know, go very far or whatever it may be, because I think the most crucial part in honoring your ethics and honoring everybody's ethics is to surround yourself with people who have similar values.
0: So you don't think that there's a shouldn't
1: do list of things? It just depends on what's right for you? I think it just depends on what's right for you. And I think um, there's always going to be people who completely agree and who completely hold those same morals and values and ethics. Um, And then there's going to be people be people who don't fully understand them and it doesn't mean that their version of their morals and ethics and values are wrong or right it simply means that you guys are just you know you guys just have two completely separate ones and that's okay
0: let's say you have a person in your business or or your or your life that has a radical radically different view on Something. Do you think that person should be removed from your life or do or you think you should give them grace or like have patience?
1: Not necessarily. It just depends on whether the values are the same. So their their approach to life or their their um, different viewpoints um, are totally okay, and they can totally be embraced. And I think everybody can have different realities and still work in the same circle or the same community. It just comes down to whether or not it's detrimental to your values. So if it becomes detrimental to the values that you stand for, like for me, one of my, um, my number one value is integrity. Um, And if that value is being um, jeopardized, then at that point, I would consider separating that partnership or that business um, deal. And it all comes down to
0: self-awareness, right? At the end of the day, knowing, because we go through life evaluating situations by yeah. situation instead of having a huge, you know, set of morals. Like this is my ethic and and I know it before you come into my life that I, I value integrity. I'm not going to question it in case by case. So how do you come up with your values? Because that's that's so interesting.
1: I actually have this. It's like a list of over a 100 different values. And there's step by step ways to break down how to remove, remove, remove until you get down to the final five. Oh, my God. Do you have it on your website? I don't but I can email it to you. And we can actually um, link that in the show notes so that everybody can get it as well. Because
0: I would love to.
1: Yeah and it's been game changing. and another thing that I learned in doing that exercise was that it's completely okay for people to have whatever values it is that, that they desire, whether it's beauty or whether it's money or whether it's fashion. If those are their values, that's completely okay. And I think society paints it out to be a one-size-fits-all and and truly, there's hundreds, and no matter what your values are. They're beautiful.
0: That is incredible. That's the first time I've heard that you should be proud of any values, especially beauty and money. I think that sometimes we are like, oh, I don't want to be a millionaire. I just want to be comfortable. Like, oh, no, no. I just want to have the minimum. Like, there's no shame in that.
1: Yeah, no, there isn't. There truly isn't. And yeah, it's, it's just about honoring it and owning it and really embracing whatever it is that you want to to be. In your experience, what are the most
0: common values that you've seen, in your clients and the people you've worked with?
1: Authenticity, for sure. Um, compassion, um, integrity as well. There, there's a few that are different. Um, there's, there's a lot of different ones. Money, mm-hmm. stability, fun. There's, there's a lot of people who, who, um, who really want fun in their life as well, or vacations and things like that as well. That is great. And
0: I know we're not talking about relationships, but I have to talk about it because sometimes and I talk to friends and they they go on a date and they're like, oh, I just, I didn't like him. Well, why? Uh, I don't know. And I feel like as women, sometimes we don't even know what our values are in relationships. And I was just talking to a friend and I feel like we all say like, oh, I just want a guy that's nice and fun and hardworking. And I'm like, That's too general. I feel like we should be more intentional about figuring out
1: exactly what we value. Yes, absolutely. I I would even write down your dream man. Um, (laughs) Get specific. What do you want? Because I think when we write specific things down, for some reason they they come into our realities or they come into our lives that much faster, and and it's just absolutely amazing. (laughs) No,
0: and I'm gonna share something with you. I read about this in January and I was like I'm gonna make my list for my boyfriend and I was like you know specifically and when I met my current boyfriend I was like oh my god my list oh my god this is on my list so we were friends like nothing was happening but I already I feel like your awareness increases when you are clear on your values I mean I'm, we're talking relationships but every in every aspect once you know your values you're, you're more aware yes absolutely absolutely that is, that is amazing. I think this, this is great, um, really valuable. And since this has been a break, I wanna have a little toast and I want you to propose a toast and, and tell me why you're celebrating today.
1: So I am toasting to all of the women that are honoring their values or going to honor their values and truly become their very best selves.
0: I love it. Um, I think this is gonna be very valuable. I'm so happy. I want you to know that this is the first interview I've recorded in a while and I'm so happy that it was you because I'm like, this is, this is it. I love it. And, and you are the tribe I want to bring to the people that are listening to this podcast because you're very, you're very specific too. you not like, oh, follow your heart. No, no, no. Like girl, follow your heart, but like put it on paper. <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you and follow you or, or, and, and consume more of your content
1: everybody can find me on Instagram I'm most active on that brunette Victoria on Instagram but um I also have my business page which is the spiritual social and then Facebook is where I spend the most time um, inside of my Facebook group which is called spiritual AF latina leaders and it's just absolutely amazing I love having you in there. And just every single one of those women are just uh, so high vibrational and just such a such beautiful souls. So um, so ev- any one of those and feel free to message me if you have any questions. I, I just I, I love answering questions. So <laughs> And it's so that you do events sometimes, right? Yes. So I do events, I try to do one every single month, and then one big one at in October of every year.
0: That is incredible. I hope I can make it to one because I can't wait to meet your tribe. If your vibe attracts your tribe, I I know that I'm going to like your tribe.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes, girl. We we need you in (laughs) Cali. Oh my God. I have it on
0: my vision. Actually, I don't have it on my vision board, but that's going on my vision board because I have it here. (laughs) Thank you, Victoria, for, for accepting the invitation. Thank you for pouring your heart to this audience. And I hope you can be back sooner rather than later. If you loved this interview, and I'm sure you did if you made it this far, please share a screenshot of your favorite quote and make sure to tag me at Podcast. If you like it, share it with everyone, share it with your mom, your sister, your best friend. And if you didn't like it, share it because you don't know who might learn something today. Please find me on Instagram at Vinobreakpodcast. And if you want to get a closer look into my life, you can go to at Eugenia Morgado. Send me any comments, feedback. Thank you so much for listening and hear you next week.